0: What is good, Divine Family? All right, so super excited to read Chapter 5 of The Science of Getting Rich by Dr. Wallace uh, Waddles. Apologize for the delay for those of you who've been checking in on Thursdays, but let's get right into it. So Chapter 5 is titled, Increasing Life. It says, you must get rid of the last vestige of the old idea that there's a deity whose will is that you should be poor. Or whose purposes may be served by keeping you in poverty. The intelligent substance, which is all and in all, and which lives in all and lives in you, is consciously living substance. Being a consciously living substance, it must have the nature and inherent desire of every living intelligence for increase of life. Every living thing must continually seek for the enlargement of its life, because life in the mere act of living must increase itself. A seed dropped into the ground springs into activity, and in the act of living produces a hundred more seeds. Life by living multiplies itself. It is forever becoming more. It must do so if it continues to be At all, intelligence is under this same necessity for continuous increase. Every thought we think makes it necessary for us to think another thought. Consciousness is continually expanding. Every fact we learn leads to the learning of another fact. Knowledge is continually increasing. Every talent we cultivate brings to the mind the desire to cultivate another talent we are subject to the urge of life seeking expression which ever drives us to know more to do more and be more in order to know more do more and be more we must have more we must have things to use for us to learn and do and become only by using things We must get rich so that we can live more. The desire for riches is simply the capacity for larger life seeking fulfillment. Every desire is the effort of an unexpressed possibility to come into action. It is power seeking to manifest which causes desire. Mm. That which makes you want more money is the same as that which makes the plant grow. It is life seeking fuller expression. <clears throat> the one living substance must be subject to its inherent law of all life. It is permeated with the desire to live more. That is why under the necessary that is why it is under the necessity of creating things. The one substance desires to live more in you, hence it wants you to have all the things you can use. It is the desire of God you should be rich. He wants you to get rich because he can express himself better through you if you have plenty of things to use in giving him expression. He can live more in you if you have unlimited command of the means of life. The universe desires you to have everything you want to have. Nature is friendly to your plans. Everything is naturally for you. Make up your mind that this is true. It is essential, however, that your purpose should harmonize with the purpose that is in all. You must want real life, not mere pleasure or sensual gratification. Life is a performance of function, and the individual really lives only when he performs every function, physical, mental, and spiritual, of which he is capable, without the excess in any. You do not want to get rich in order to live swinishly, for the gratification of animal desires. That is not life. Life. But the performance of every physical function is a part of life, and no one lives completely who denies the impulses of the body a normal and healthy expression. You do not want to get rich solely to enjoy mental pleasures, to get knowledge, to gratify ambition, to outshine others, to be famous. All these are legitimate parts of a uh, a legitimate part of life but the man who lives for the pleasures of the intellect alone will only have a partial life and he will never be satisfied with his lot you do not want to get rich solely for the good of others to lose yourself for the salvation of mankind to experience the joys of philanthropy and sacrifice the joys of the soul are only a part of life and they are no better or nobler than any other You want to get rich in order that you may eat, drink, and be merry when it is time to do these things, in order that you may surround yourself with beautiful things, see distant lands, feed your mind, and develop your intellect, in order that you may love men and do kind things, and be able to play a good part in helping the world to find truth. But remember, the extreme altruism is no better and no nobler than extreme selfishness. Both are mistakes. Get rid of that idea that God wants you to sacrifice yourself for others and that you can secure his favor by doing so. God requires nothing of the kind. What he wants is that you should make the most of yourself for yourself and for others and you can help others more. By making the most of yourself than in any other way, you can make the most of yourself only by getting rich. So it is right and praiseworthy that you should give your first and best thought to the work of acquiring wealth. Remember, however, that the desire of substance is for all and its movements must be for more life to all. It cannot be made to work for less uh, life to any, because it is equally in all seeking riches in life. Intelligent substance will make things for you, but it will not take away, it will not take things away from someone uh, else who give them to you. <clears throat> you must get rid of the thought, here we go, here we go. And you want to look for this in yourself and other people. Let's go. You must get rid of the thought of competition. You are to create, not compete for what is already created. You do not have to take anything away from anyone. You do not have to drive sharp bargains. You do not have to cheat or to take advantage. You do not need to let any man work for less than he earns come on now you do not have to covet the property of others or to look at it with wishful eyes no man has anything of which you cannot have the like and that without taking what he has away from him you are to become a creator not a competitor You are going to get what you want, but in such a way that when you get it, every other man will have more than he has now. I am aware that there are men who get a vast amount of money by proceeding in direct opposition to the statements in the paragraph above, and may add a word of explanation here. Men of the plutocratic type who become very rich do sometimes purely by their extraordinary ability on the plane of competition, and sometimes they unconsciously relate themselves to substance and its great purposes and movements for the general racial upbringing through industrial evolution. Rockefeller, Carnegie, Morgan... At all have been in the unconscious agents of the supreme in the necessary work of systematizing and organizing productive industry, and in their end, their work will contribute immensely toward increased life for all. Their day is nearly over, they have organized production and will soon be succeeded. Here we go. Will soon be succeeded by the agents of the multitude who will organize the machinery of distribution. <clears throat> the multimillionaires are like the monster reptiles of the prehistoric eras. They play a necessary part in the evolutionary process, but the same power which produced them will dispose of them. Hmm? and it is well to bear in mind that they have never been really rich. A record of the private lives of most of this class will show that they have really been in the most abject and wretched of the poor. Riches secured in the competitive plane are never satisfactory and permanent. They are yours today and another's tomorrow. Remember, if you are to become rich in a scientific and certain way, you must rise entirely out of the competitive thought. You must never think for a moment that the supply is unlimited. I'm going to read that again. You must never think for a moment that the supply is limited. In case I messed up on that last sentence too. Just as soon as you begin to think that all the money is being quote-unquote cornered and controlled by bankers and others and that you must exert yourself to get laws passed to stop this process and so on in that moment you drop into the competitive mind and your power to cause creation is gone from the time being and what is worse you will probably arrest the creative moments you have already instituted know that there are countless millions of dollars worth of gold in the mountains of the earth not yet brought to light and know that if there were not more would be created from thinking substance to supply your needs know that the money you need will come even if it is even if it is necessary for a thousand men to be led to the discovery of new gold mines tomorrow. Never look at the visible supply. Look always at the limitless riches of formless substance and know that they are coming to you as fast as you can receive and use them. Nobody, by cornering the visible supply, can prevent you from getting what is yours. So never allow yourself to think for an instant that all the best building spots will be taken before you get ready to build your house, unless you hurry. Never worry about the trusts and combines and getting anxious for fear that will soon come to own the whole earth. Never get afraid that you will lose what you want because some other person quote unquote beats you to it that cannot possibly happen you are not seeking anything that is possessed by anybody else you are causing what you want to be created from formless substance and the supply is without limits stick to the formulated to this formulated statement There is a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates, penetrates, and fills the interspaces of the universe. A thought in this substance produces the thing that is imagined by the thought." Man can form things in his thought, and by impressing his thought upon formless substance can cause the thing he created, uh, can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. Y'all, wasn't that absolutely beautiful? Didn't this cause or create a 360 thinking, you know, a complete, a completely different way of thinking? I absolutely just love this book. This book is 77 pages, <clears throat> but this one, you know, I, it's hard for me to say, like, I love the last chapter. I love chapter one. I love this chapter, but I'm going to try to remember to put in the episode description, you know, this is important for every Christian to understand. This to me is, even though the last chapter talked about the, the, the principles the first principle of getting rich. This is such a hidden gem. When you talk about a gem, um, a hidden treasure, it's right there. The idea that we have to compete is an older, low vibrational way of doing things, right? It's almost animalistic, right? I love and I want you. If you, if you get a chance to go back and revisit the first thirteen minutes of the reading of this chapter, how it talks about creation, right? Because we're reminded that every thought can permeate and form things from formless substance, right? You have the ability to stay in a constantly creative process. I'm going to close out um, by saying this, you know, It's one of those things where I can see where competition allows you to fumble your bag because you can see it even in the content creation world. You're waiting for this content creator to say something, to slip up, to, you know, highlight what they did. And, you know, you can be even copying. There are people who copy other content creators, right? You have one person who's good at this and now everyone is following the trend, right? But as soon as that person who is probably at the forefront, who is in creative thought process, when they switch gears, you're finding yourself having to switch gears. And in the process of trying to catch up, you're fumbling your own bag. But when you're the person that's creating and innovating, you're always ahead of the game. You're always at the forefront, right? That's one of the things that I love about the Omega, you know, personality um, and also Gamma. Love, love, love. I've said this before. I'm attracted to people who are gamma thinkers, right? We've talked about the different um brave brave waves or brave lengths of thinking, and the difference between alpha and gamma is that alpha is all muscle and brawn, right? It's very physical. It can take a toll on on um your whole being, right? But the thing about gamma is you're working smarter not harder, and we've talked about this over the past few months, especially leading up into the resignation, right, Resin- mass exodus of resignations last year, I want you to think smarter, right, look into the means of passive income, look into how you can make everything around you, whatever industry or sector you're in, how to innovate, right, in smarter ways, <clears throat> How to make things move faster, more effectively, to reach more people, to expand. I love that paragraph that I was talking about expansion, right? Hold on one second. Hmm. Um and this one, you know, I like to read these on Thursdays because Jupiter has to do with expansion, you know, and money and finances. But that's okay because it doesn't really dictate when you're going to hear this. You're going to hear this at the right time, right? But um, for my Divine Feminines, as I'm reading this, it's on Friday. And this is just a reminder. One of the feminine traits is creativity, right? The masculine Uh, trait is thinking. Okay. And the feminine component is creativity. Right. And so divine feminines that's what we're good at. Right. So I want you to really step into that and embrace that as we're going into 2022. And the beautiful thing is, you know, this is where the beautiful union of thought and creativity come hand in hand. This is where you have that muse aspect, that inspiring aspect of the divine feminine. It's almost turning into a divine feminine oracle type of thing, but that's where the partnerships come together, right? Right? And that's why it's one of those things. It's like we coexist, right? We need thought and we need creativity, okay? They go hand in hand beautifully, synergistically, right? Right? um yeah I'm just gonna leave it at that so gonna sign off until the next um podcast I will read this next Thursday I'll try to pre-record if I need to but next week we're gonna reach how riches come to you how riches come to you until the next podcast it has been my pleasure to be your oracle peace